Hi, and welcome to the NDRC podcast, where we speak with entrepreneurs and investors from right across the startup ecosystem. In this episode, we hear from Gavin Walsh, founder and CEO of iCabby, a company that develops dispatch and booking management software, primarily for taxi and private hire companies. Gavin spoke at a recent open night at NDRC, charting his journey from hustling for business as a child through to the Irish School of Motoring and onto iCabby, which saw a subsidiary of Renault purchase a majority stake during 2018. You know, look, I, what I always wanted, I wanted to be an entrepreneur, you know, that's what I always wanted to do. I never wanted to work for anybody. Um, I wanted to build something myself. Um, so that was my motivation. And, and, you know, it comes at a heavy cost. I've, I've <laughs> you know, the early stages of, of uh, having kids, I have four kids now, but I, I do remember being back here after we'd, that we'd had the first baby and I remember when the nappies you know, my, my father was quite supportive in the business, I was lucky there because you know, in the early stages when you're starting a business you need to find family and friends that are willing to put the money in, I was very lucky that my father supported us and uh, some other the guys in the business we got, we got support there um, but uh, it was really tough, going get down getting up nappies was something I didn't have money for um, so when you think about it, it's and even really, you know, it's been really, really difficult bootstrapping it until last year, which obviously you'll get on to. But, um, you know, every time we got a new customer, we hired more people. We really were trying to, you know, sell our way to resource the business properly. Gavin was asked about the trials and tribulations during iCabby's rise, with many ups and downs for a disruptive startup in a disruptive industry. Everything's been hard. <laughs> you know, if, if anything can go wrong, it does. Anything. So uh, that's, you know, it's, it's great reading headlines and seeing half a billion bookings and, you know, we got 75% acquired by Renault. They're all great stories. It's the flip side of that. It took us two years and if that, if that deal hadn't happened, we'd, we, we'd so much debt in the business at that point. Um, you know, we found a brilliant strategic partner. We were very lucky um, who, say, who really shared the same risks as we do which is obviously they're a global player, but um, you know, if they don't change their business model, they are out of business, as are all the car companies. Um, so, you know, and, and what they rely on is these companies, whoever will own demand in the future, when autonomous cars come, will, will own mobility effectively. Gavin's iCabby team has grown significantly since his NDRC days. The taxi industry has changed a huge amount in recent years, and it took significant investment for iCabby to get the team in place that it needed to excel. Uh, it's, it's, for me, the, the difference is we've got many product lines. So we've got to build web bookers, consumer apps, accounting systems. We've got to build phone systems, dispatch systems. Uh, we've got to build, start building machine learning into our dispatch system. We've about 15 products that I could mention. And, you know, we had a team of about 20 people doing it. So we were kind of getting to a position as the dispatch taxi industry was evolving and changing. You know, our team were doing a little bit here, a little bit there, and they weren't able to kind of progress. And lots of it were on the demands of customers. So the difference the investment has made, and really what I hear is it takes about a year for investment to start uh, you know, for the business to adjust and to start delivering. We're, we're kind of nine months into actually getting the money in. And I think we've, we, we've put the team in place. We've, we've got a very senior team in place. And now we've 76 people in R&D. So where we had one person doing five different products, 
badly, not because yeah. they just didn't have a choice really, they were just doing a little bit. Now we've, like our drive wrap team, we've 13 people in it. So I'm really excited to see what they deliver. We have a consumer experience team that we just bought in Montreal about three months ago um, with 22 people that are very electric vehicle focused, which is going to be a key part of our strategy. Um, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing what these guys deliver. We're doing business intelligence and so I love tech. I love seeing what great you know, um, uh, tech people deliver. So I'm looking forward to seeing what these teams deliver. So that's an ex this is an exciting time for me because we're now set up to succeed. What is it that drives an entrepreneur? For Gavin, there are landmarks right along the way with his first customers and developing new solutions playing a prominent role throughout. Yeah, it's, it's, look, it's, it's the little things. And I, and I think when you start the business, I think that diagram actually is quite good. You know, you're going to look for something that gains a bit of traction. Like that first customer is a critical thing in any business. So when you achieve that, then you've got to get your second customer. And it kind of keeps on moving on like that. But, um, you know, we, we, we got a, actually, while we were in Launchpad, uh, we met a great company called VIP Taxis. Um, and, they, they, they took a massive leap to us. I mean, the day they went live, we nearly brought their company down. And, and many subsequent companies after that, like companies doing 50,000, 60,000 jobs a week. And I mean, the day, the, the day they'd go live, they'd miss 5,000 calls. Like this was, somehow we got through every single one of them. We've not really lost any customers. We're up to 500 customers around the world. world um, we're a little bit better putting companies live, thank God now. Um, but it's, it's, you know, I, I think you're going to, as the journey goes, there's many, many bad days. You need those. If the bad days continue on too long, I suppose maybe it's time to call it a day, but you need those wins to give you the, the enthusiasm to keep going. And I think they're critical to watch out for. And, and a lot of luck is involved, you know. You need those little moments of luck. Gavin came to NDRC's Launchpad program a few years ago, with some of the meetings made then setting him on his way to success with iCabby today. I think as part of the Launchpad, one of the, 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 the most memorable parts for me was every Friday an entrepreneur would come in and uh, talk about their journey. And that was really important for me, just to see normal people who've, 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 who've gone on that journey and succeeded. So that was... Uh, that, that was my real takeaway. Um, and also, uh, Bill Yao, I don't know if he still comes on in and talks, and he said, you know, you've got to, who do you, who, who do you, who do you want to be when you get up and stand up in front of people? You know, you need to kind of sell your story, and, and in here they're good at kind of getting people to do that. I'd never done it before. That was, that was a tough thing for me at the time. What's the perfect business model? That really depends on your business and your industry. For Gavin, it was bet big on one customer and go from there. We were, we're an enterprise level um, ERP system, nearly a dispatch, you know, that's, that's who we are. But um, our model was to find one big company, work very closely with them, lose a fortune on them, literally, you know, make money on them, um, give them the best service that they could get build everything they've ever dreamt of in a system um, and then move on to the next customer because they're going to speak well of you. And, and, you know, we were selling a system that probably wasn't ready for them, but they believed in us. And then the next person believed in us. And we kept on 
and we just constantly built this momentum. Uh, we went into the UK market, we did the same thing, we found one customer that, that was going to believe in us, and we built, the, that, that was a very strategic customer, everyone knew them, and then they told everyone about us, uh, and then we did the same in the US, did the same in Canada, now we're going into Europe doing it, uh, we just signed our biggest ever customer in Australia a couple of months ago, um, so hopefully I'll get to go down and say hello to the Australians down there, but, uh, so that's our business model. It, it, it's probably, uh, the, the business, if, like, if it's B2B and enterprise, you know, you're going after big customers, right, so I would think our strategy is pretty good, B2C is a different ball game altogether. Um, so it depends on the, the business model or the business you have.